So I don't have a question for this week because we originally were going to take this week off and then we decided to not take this week off. Uh, but I do have a story. Um, so I am in New York City right now with Not Seth. And when I was a kid in Springfield, I would walk by, whenever we would walk by like a sewer, like a sewer drain or not, um, not a drain, but like the manhole cover. Okay. Um, I would always say hi to the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so I, you know, grew up and realized that that was uh, a very dumb thing to do uh, because I was in Springfield and the Ninja Turtles were in New York. So um, still disappointed because our Chicago or not Chicago, our New York City trip is almost over. <sighs> Still no Ninja Turtles. Still That's no Ninja disappointing. Turtles. Very disappointing. Haven't even did seen like, Pizza Rec. Did you like take a pizza and like stick it down by the drain to see if they like <laughs> popped up? You know, we still got about a day and a half to go. So maybe, maybe. I think it's worth experimentation. Yeah, yeah, I'm here for it. So before we get started, actually, hold on. Upside down. All right. I think I might like this view better. Sorry, guys. I don't normally record on. Nope. That's not going to work. <laughs> there we go again. Okay. I <laughs> uh, don't normally record on my tablet, but here we are. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. So um, before we get started, Lydia, I noticed are you drinking that uh, Jacko Ale again? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. All right. <laughs> I still haven't had it this year. Uh, I almost picked some up today, actually, but uh, at the last second, I decided to get just uh, three beers that I have never even heard of, um, even breweries that I haven't even heard of, and so here I am. Um, I am currently drinking uh, the Save the Robots. It's an IPA. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, exactly, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, I almost got the like variety pack again because that's where I first tried this one. And then I was like, uh -huh. you know, I only get three of them. And he only gets three Oktoberfest, which is the one he <laughs> likes the best. So I'm just going to get a six pack of each and then we both get what we want. So. Right, right. So, okay. But all these beers not sponsored and it's fine. <laughs> so, although. although, yes, Sam Adams, um, I give you a lot of money. You can give me some money. I'm okay. <laughs> so uh voting for the Eleanor Times Best of Springfield begins September 15th. So depending on when I put this out, uh voting has already started. I'm saying this because we are a nominee for best podcast. And uh I don't know about you, Lydia, but I am super excited about this. I'm very excited. I'm not gonna lie, like love us and all but i was not expecting to make it to like the actual voting round of this oh yeah same same like especially because like i think when the nominations first started i'm pretty sure we all like shared and be like hey you know vote for us because we're cool and then um we did what we always do and we neglected to continue to you know sell ourselves um and then here we are and this is very exciting. And I am going to put out one heck of a campaign. Um, but 
I'm doing that, or you know, we should do that because we are up against some pretty stiff competition, um, including including friends of the show, Beyond the Mouse, and I think you're gonna like this. Um, if you haven't listened to either of those podcasts, you should. Fantastic. Uh, other nominees are Oops All Necromancers, uh, Blessed in This Mess, and Ray Lytle's Morning Disaster. Um, Ray Lytle and his Morning Disaster is a Springfield staple, so I know that that one's going to be tough. That one's going to be very tough. Saying the people that do Oops All Necromancers are pretty fun people, too. Uh, so they're definitely... Worth a vote if you're not going to vote for us. <laughs> but you should vote for us. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No questions. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, with a name like Oops All Necromancers, uh, I'd hope they'd be fun people. I don't know what just happened. Okay, you're back. I thought that, um, I don't know what I thought. Thought maybe some necromancers came and stole you or whatever. I mean, I kind of did too because I thought my phone died, but it's plugged in, so that didn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, speaking speaking of scary stuff, um, like I like I mentioned, this is a uh, very impromptu show, so we're uh, not as prepared as we normally aren't. Um, <laughs> But um, we still had uh, something from Vault, and then we also do have some trailer takedown because the other big news of the week, besides us being nominated for Illinois Times Best of Springfield Best Podcast, uh, voting starts September 15th. Um, oh, also going back to that real quick, uh, voting ends September 26th on IllinoisTimes.com. Uh, paper ballots are also available in the September 15th and September 22nd issues of Illinois Times. Um, but yes, you should vote and vote for us. Uh, but anyway, back to what, uh, what we read this week. So Revealer is a one-shot. It's out now from Vault. Did I lose Lydia again? I'm here. Okay. <laughs> it's a one-shot. It's out now from Vault. Uh, this anthology is a tie-in to Shudder's recent movie <clears throat> written by um, comic book heavy hitters uh, Tim Seeley and Michael Morecki. Um, this book delves deeper into the characters, lore, and uh, also the Revealer adult bookstore. So um, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into when I started reading this book. Uh, because of the horror of the stories, uh, it gave me like uh, Tales of the Crypt kind of vibe. Uh, I liked the art, uh, especially in the first story. The first story, it looked like it was a classic comic book, you know, like it, the pages looked worn and everything like that. It looked really cool. And I also felt that a couple of the stories seemed to stand on their own better than others. Uh, but that said, you know, the, the tie-in aspect of it was lost on me. Um, but I'm sure the book is a good companion to the movie. So I would definitely say watch the movie first and then come back and read this. Uh, the movie, by the way, um, it's the story of a stripper and religious protester who are trapped in a peep show booth. The two do what they can to survive the apocalypse in 1980s Chicago. Um, there's a lot going on here, and 
I have not even heard about that about this movie until we started reading this for the podcast, and I'm like, I might want to need, I might need to re- watch this movie. It sounds interesting, especially since we're getting into spooky season, spooky movie time. Um, Lydia, I know you read some of it. Uh, what'd you think? So. Yeah, I also didn't know that this was like a tie-in to a movie. I feel like if I had watched said movie, I probably would have a better idea of what the heck is going on. (laughs) Uh, I'm the opposite of you. I did not like the art in this. It got better kind of as the like stories progressed, but especially the very first one, like the color palette we chose mixed with the fact that the lettering was the same color made it super hard to read. Granted, I'm reading it off of my phone, so, you know, super tiny, but that definitely did not help. Um, I had no idea where any of this was going, where any of it was supposed to be leading. All I know is, oh, you sin, you're bad. How dare you? <laughs> ah, okay, I get it. You can stop now. So maybe if I had the, like, the movie to go off of maybe i would have more context maybe it would be a little bit less in your face pushy almost christian agenda don't sin otherwise you're going to hell kind of thing but i i stopped reading after like the third story arc thing happened i was like i I, i'm done i don't care anymore (laughs) and you know that's fair that happens um so the last thing that I want to talk about tonight, uh, we've got a special trailer takedown because Disney had their D23 um, spectacular, extravaganza, whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> now, I could have easily doubled this trailer takedown and we still wouldn't have covered all of the trailers, but I figured it would be best to limit it to four. Um, We have, um, in the first round, we have Little Mermaid going up against Hocus Pocus 2. Um, Lydia, I want to start with you on this one because I feel like with you being the Disney Disney buff that you are, I feel like these movies are going to be more up your alley. Fair enough. Um, So, Little Mermaid. Uh, I think this is the first like actual trailer we've gotten. I don't know if we've gotten any teasers before this. I feel like we got a teaser, but I'm not. Actually, I take that back. I feel like this was even felt more like a teaser than anything yeah. else. Yes, yeah, so there wasn't a whole lot to go off of, but I mean, you know, it's Little Mermaid. It's classic Disney. If you've been around Disney at all, you know the story. You get it. The visuals of this are gorgeous. Like I can't wait to see more of the world itself. Because we got a lot of, you know, ocean and fishies and all that kind of stuff, which is a very beautiful. You got a little snippet of uh, Haley Bailey as Ariel. Um, beautiful voice. I don't think I've ever actually heard her sing before. Um, I definitely want to see more of it. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, this definitely felt more like a teaser than an actual trailer. Um, but I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to see it. I'm excited. Um, Hocus Pocus 2, I have been super excited and also super skeptical of this from the moment that I realized it was actually happening. Um, 
the first trailer we got made me a little bit more excited for it. I was kind of glad they weren't just trying to go the, uh, we're just going to, you know, regurgitate the same thing storyline and just try to recreate the uh, original with <laughs> new uh, special effects. Um, this one gave more of a kind of a backstory as to what the actual storyline of this is. You kind of get to see the witches as kids. So that's fun. Um, very skeptical, but I am so excited for this movie. Like all the nostalgia and I'm not going to lie. I laughed out loud and giggled and was like jumping around in my seat when she started going, come on, come on, come on. So, you know. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> like I do. Uh, I, I let my inner Sarah out probably more than I should. Uh, so <laughs> overall, I'm excited for both. I, I want to see more of Little Mermaid other than, you know, the ocean uh, view and everything. So I'm excited for both, but I'm definitely going to give Hocus Pocus more of my points. So it gets, it gets seven, Little Mermaid gets three. Get, give me more than a teaser. Okay. Oh, oh no. Um, so yeah, with Little Mermaid, um, yeah, I, the visuals were stunning. You know, um, Hallie, Hallie Bailey, Bailey, yep. that's her name, right? Okay. Um, I will go to my grave one to call her Halle Berry, and I know that that's not right. <laughs> um, but Halle Bailey, uh, she sounds wonderful. Um, and you know, like, uh, yeah, she she looks like she's gonna do really, really well as Ariel. Um, but at the end of the day, like, aside from us knowing the story of the Little Mermaid. Um, this first trailer doesn't give us a whole, whole lot. Um, Hocus Pocus 2 uh, was phenomenal. I loved every second of it. When, and, oh, what's, what's Kathy and Jimmy's, which is name? Mary. Mary? Yep. Okay. Um, when Mary is flying the Roombas instead of a broomstick, <laughs> that made my day. And, like, I've seen that on a, like, promotional poster or something mm -hmm. like that. But still, seeing the fact that it made the cut into the movie, uh, just—it's the callback no, to the, the the vacuum cleaner in the first one, and I love it. Yes, you're right. I completely forgot about that part. Um, but yeah, it's not—it's not just a regurgitation of the classic film. It's a different story, um, which is good. Uh, The—I'm not for sure if I'm going to love or hate the sassy shopkeeper, like. <laughs> I'm leaning more towards love, but at the same time, it's like, ooh, he could get on my nerves. Uh, and we're going to ride the line with him. Yeah, right. But, uh, but yeah, but overall, this, this looks good. Uh, it looks like, um, it looks like they're going to put a spell on the, on the town again, which <laughs> I, I hope that they use a different song for this one, but I'll be honest, if they just like, for all intents and purposes, recreate that scene for this movie, I would be okay with that as well. Wouldn't be mad. <laughs> right. So, <clears throat> I feel like one of those idiots who is hating on Little Mermaid because, uh, let's be honest, because Halle Bailey is Black. Um, I, I feel like I'm one of those for my point system, but I need to stress that that is not why Little Mermaid scored at low as low as it did. 
Um, it scored as low as it did because a it doesn't come out until next year, whereas Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus two comes out like next month. Um, and B um, end of this month. Oh, end of this month. September thirtieth. Even better. Um, and B, um, the first trailer just didn't give us a whole lot, you know. So I need to stress. Um, I'm not I'm not hating to hate. And in fact, I'm not hating on this trailer. It just is up against a, a much more exciting trailer. So I'm giving Little Mermaid two points and Hocus Pocus two eight. So that means that Hocus Pocus moves on with a score of 15 to five. It's going to face the winner of uh, Mandalorian season three versus Secret Invasion. Um, <clears throat> Mandalorian season three, um, I'll be honest, it's been a minute since I've seen Mandalorian, so I've probably forgotten more than I should. Um, so, like, while while some things like made me smile, like Amy Sedaris's character, uh, I love seeing her back. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Now, you have have you seen the the newest Star Wars movies? No, uh, the only movies that I've seen are the original three. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, I'm 90% certain that was Babu Frick, uh, but if that was, I am very excited about that. Um, the little the little alien engineer guy. Um, but but yeah, but overall, like I'm, I know that I won't make it happen because how hectic my life is. Uh, but I almost feel like I should probably go back and rewatch at least a few episodes of season two before season three comes out, just as a refresher. Secret Invasion um, blew my socks off. I'm so excited for this. Um, I'm excited for Nick Fury to have, you know, his own, uh, you know, vessel, whether it be a movie or a TV series or whatever. Um, I'm excited for him. I'm excited to see, um, oh, what is her name? Robin from How I Met Your Mother. Um, Oh crap! Yeah. Anyway, uh, Maria Hill. That's what. It, that's not the actress's name, but yeah. Um, yep. I'm excited to see her back. Um, this movie, or this, it's a, it's a series, but it looks like it's going to mess your brain um, with uh, scrolls like shape shifting and everything like that. And like, I had to go back and rewatch the first part of it because at first you saw. Samuel L. Jackson, Nick Fury with, you know, with two eyes. And then at the very end, you saw him with his classic eye patch again. And so it's like, hmm, which which one's going to be the, uh, for all intents and purposes, good versus evil Nick Fury. And I'm here for it. Um, so again, just for kind of the same thing, um, just off of pure excitement, um, I'm giving Secret Invasion seven points and Mandalorian three. Um, Lydia, what do you think? So this might come as a shock to you because, you know, I don't Star Wars. <laughs> um, haven't watched the uh, first two seasons of this. But I love Baby Yoda. And watching this trailer makes me want to sit down and watch the other two seasons. Even though I know <laughs> jack about the Star Wars universe at this point. Like, I want to go and watch the other two seasons just so I can watch this season just because of Baby Yoda. Like, I will say, um, I feel like at least with the first two seasons, 
I feel like you could get away with it. Um, will there be some things that won't, sure, there'll be some things that won't mean as much to you, but the like the really big things you probably know about. Because even with your limited Star Wars knowledge, you'd probably be like, oh, hey, I know who that person is or, you know, or whatever. Or I get, there'll be a lot of jokes you won't get, but I don't think that you can, I don't think that you'll be completely lost. I'll just be the Steve Rogers in the room. I understood that reference. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> and speaking of that universe, this didn't do it for me. Like, I'm glad that you're excited. And it may be the fact that I've kind of fallen behind on some of the more recent Marvel stuff again. Mm-hmm. But this didn't do anything for me. Like, cool, it's Nick Fury, you see, like, Hill, you like you get those characters and it's cool but past that's like okay we're running around we're shooting things we're beating people up how does this tie into everything else and why do i care (laughs) so like i feel bad and i feel like i've kind of fallen out of touch with some of the marvel stuff but there's just there's a lot of series going on right now there's so much there's so much i don't have time um so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to kind of go flip the view, and and I'm, I'm also gonna give uh, I'm gonna give Mando eight, and I'm gonna give Secret Invasions two. If only because they All right. So with a score of eleven to nine, the Mandalorian is going to move on. Um, so it's Mandalorian season three versus Hocus Pocus two. Um. I'm going to put down my points real quick so that I am not influenced by you. Um, <laughs> oh, this is this is this is tough. Um, okay. I'm ripping the band-aid off. Um, I'm giving Hocus Pocus to seven points. Um, and really the reason why I'm giving it as much as, as I am is kind of like what I said, we're, we're getting into spooky, spooky season. And even though Hocus Pocus is far from a spooky movie, it is the perfect movie for this time of year. So um, just off of purely what I'm more excited for right now, I'm more excited for Halloween. Therefore, I'm more excited for Hocus Pocus too. So I get seven points and Mandalorian gets three. Lydia say as much as Mandalorian was a good trailer and makes me want to go back and watch the other two seasons let's be honest I ain't got time for that (laughs) hocus pocus I will make time yeah it is spooky season I am ready like bring on the nostalgic little you know tidbits here and there I want it just I, I would say, like, give it to me now, like, let it be September 30th, but that's, like, 15 less days that I have to plan other things, so it, it can take time, um, but <laughs> Hocus Pocus is getting eight of my points, and Mando is getting two. <laughs> All right, so with a score of 15 to five, uh, Hocus Pocus 2 wins this round of trailer takedown, um, and with that, uh, that is going to do it for this episode of The Geek Awakens. Um, we'll be back, but in the meantime, check us out on social media. Tell us what cool stuff we're missing out on. Any questions, comments, or concerns, then shoot us an email at geekawakenspodcast at gmail.com. 
Um, wow, I completely <laughs> lost my train of thought. It's not like I haven't been doing this outro for how many years now. <laughs> well, it's okay, I, I've been doing it, and I don't even remember what the next part is. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> from all of us at The Geek Awakens, a.k.a. tonight from both of us at The Geek Awakens, uh, thanks for listening, and we hope to catch you next time. Um, everybody, a.k.a. Lydia, say bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>